0: Welcome to our podcast. This is called Now You Know Cozada Edition, where at this moment you don't know us, but by the end of this episode, you will. We're four college students who made this podcast to help you navigate and figure out anything and everything from college. My name is Marina. Um, I'm a fourth year here at Georgia State studying public health and minoring in Spanish. And a cool fact about me is that I love Kendrick Lamar so much that in 2018, I got to see him twice for under $30. Wow. Well,
1: hi everyone, my name is Maria. I'm a fourth year psychology major here at GSU. And a fun fact about me is that I've been to one of the seven wonders of the world.
2: Hi everyone, my name is Kelly. I am a fourth year student at Georgia State University. I'm currently majoring in psychology. I'm a first generation student. I am Colombian and Dominican. And a cool fact about me is
3: that I have snorkeled the coral reef. My name is Samantha Bernard. I'm doing a double major here at State in marketing and data analytics. Uh, Fun fact about me is that I lived in Amsterdam for three months.
0: Cool, and that's basically the crew. On today's episode, we're gonna be talking all about um, the first year of college or just like anything and everything about the college experience. So the first question that we're gonna start with is, what is something you would do differently coming to college?
2: I'll go first. Um, I would say for me, um, something I would do differently coming to college is just having more of an open mind and getting more involved with organizations, different clubs, um, just college life and campus life in general. For I didn't I lived close on close to campus my freshman year. Um, But as a freshman, obviously, coming in, my main priority was my grades. And it was just from school, home, do homework. Um, So I didn't really get to experience much on campus. And then after my freshman year, I moved a little bit off of campus. So I was commuting. And the times where I wasn't on campus or at home, I was stuck in traffic. So it didn't really give me much time to get involved. And I think that looking back at it now, I would definitely – do something differently, manage my time better to find a way to do more on campus, get more involved, join organizations, enter um, leadership positions and whatnot. Um, I I feel like the future me would have definitely, definitely um, appreciated that.
0: Right. Kind of to piggyback off of like what you were just saying, kind of same. I think I wish that I had um gotten more involved in like clubs or just organizations on campus I feel like freshman year I was like living on campus I feel like I just came on to college everything was new making all these new friends and I was prioritizing like all these other things except like like oh like let me like join like organizations and clubs and like get to like network with people and like get to um meet other people so that's one thing like that I wish that I would have invested in more my um freshman year because it's one of those things where like now I'm like applying for jobs or like applying for like internships. And the big question that people always ask is like, okay, like what organizations or like leadership roles have you had? And it's crazy because like in like the three and a half years like that I've been in college, like I, I've i been here for so long, like I have nothing to show for it since I'm like, didn't really engage in that many um, organizations and stuff. So like, I think that's one thing like that I would do differently coming to college.
2: Yeah, Marina, just to go off of what you're saying, I definitely agree with you. Um, I don't know if it's – so for for me in high school, I was involved in every single organization and club that you could think of, um, and I held a leadership position in them. So I don't know if it was, like, my mindset coming out of high school. Once I got accepted into college, it was more so, like, I can breathe. Like, there's not really a necessity for me to get involved in so many things. Um, And I feel like that was my mindset coming into college without thinking about – you know, applying to internships or, or jobs throughout college or even after college. Um, so I think that in a way I should, I, I just, I just should have thought about it a little bit harder and still gotten involved because it's still just as important, um, you know, once you get into college and just to net, not even just to have help hold those leadership positions, but also just to network and to, branch out your experiences and to know more people. And I think that that's something very crucial that I think kind of slips our minds once we get accepted into college because we don't think about
3: what happens after. I can definitely relate to that experience. Um, personally for me, my something I would do differently would be in the application process. Um, I've had certain times that I've looked back and like wondered, oh, why did I apply to more places? Because I believe I applied to about like a handful of universities and even though I'm grateful to where I ended up I have like there have been moments where I like look back and like see like oh like what would have been different and I think that's something a lot of first-generation students can relate to Um, just limiting yourself or not really knowing the application process as much as our peers so that's something that I have thought about as well
1: yeah I can definitely relate to all of that as well because I think something for me when it came applying to college it was more the aspect of besides getting in or being good enough to get into like a specific school it was the aftermath of like oh how am I going to afford it will it be actually like worth like maybe even getting into debt and stuff like that so like thinking back I, I regret maybe not applying to certain schools here or there. I do appreciate the opportunities I did get here at Georgia State and all the benefits of of what I have. But also, you have lingering, like, what-if questions. And that's definitely something that you could have kind of avoided if you just, you know, went out there and did it and just applied and then worry about the next step after being accepted um, at the moment instead of just... Kind of putting it up, up in the up first, up front um, part of applying. And just the opportunities and just the things you learn within college about applying to college seems so funny to me because I learned, I didn't even know like with like coming into college, even during college, you can like apply to other scholarships or get financial aid in different ways within the university. So like you could come in with like a certain um, mindset of how much you're going to be spending but there's resources within the university that can help you out and I didn't know that while applying to colleges and if I did I feel like I would have taken a different direction when it came time for college applications
0: right you bring up a super good point about like the finances of college I feel like that's like same for me like when I'm looking back at like okay like my senior year self in high school I think finances was like a huge thing that like was like always playing in my mind that kind of like set me back and like applying to certain schools because like in my head I was like why would I even apply like if I know like that I don't have the money to like afford to go there just especially if like the school out of state but kind of like what you were saying I think there's just like so many opportunities out there where it's like had I not limited myself and like my mindset so much of like okay I can only afford in-state um schools so like let me only apply to like those schools or like only focus on those schools it would have like allowed me to like branch out more because I'm like, okay, like, yes, finances is like a super huge thing, but like there's like a lot of um scholarships out there and kind of like what you were saying, Maria, like a lot of schools like offer different scholarships and aid programs. So it's like, just like not selling yourself short before you have like an opportunity to like really like see like what like you're able to like achieve and stuff.
1: Yeah, I feel like yeah. we constantly like worry about like the end result of things. Like even with like academics that you guys were talking about before getting involved I feel like in my aspect it was more like focusing on like getting my grades and getting things done instead of really taking the time and enjoying college and like looking into like other fun organizations I could join and and getting involved in that aspect because of like the end goal and I feel like we need to kind of pause for a second and kind of look at what we have now and like what what could happen now instead of
0: so much down the line. Right. That's such a good point. Also, do you guys know the name of that program where it's like you can like apply to colleges but do you guys know what I'm talking about? Common app. I think so. or no, not Common app. It's like one of those like um college programs where it's like you apply to like all these Ivy league schools and like you see like if they chose like if like you got with your match quest Quest bridge Bridge. oh yes that's another thing I was going to bring up like I have like a couple of friends who I know that have quest bridge so I was going to say like I know that that can be like a super huge help in like relieving like financial burdens so like I guess to the listeners as well like is that something you've never heard of like just like investing in that and like looking into that because it could be a, a huge help
1: Oh, yeah. Honestly, looking into, like, scholarships, even, like, the Gonsueda scholarship itself, I knew people back in high school that had no idea what it was, no clue of, like, what it did or where to apply or anything, like, and we just don't know. People really don't know about these scholarships out here, and they're missing on, like, great opportunities and free money, basically, of, like, getting into college without worrying about debt and, like, being involved in programs that really benefit you in the long run,
2: yeah, I think um, I think a lot of students, you know, in high school kind of wait and expect their guidance counselors to kind of give them a list of scholarships for the specific school that they're going to, or kind of be handed this information. Um, so an advice that I would give to a freshman or just someone who's <laughs> looking to apply. college would be to go out and do the research for yourself you know like just diving in deep connecting with different people um finding different resources to to answer those questions because if we kind of just sit back and wait on someone to hand us this information we're never gonna it it,
3: we're not gonna get the same result you know what i mean i agree and i think uh another thing that i feel a lot of us can relate to is just trying to get through the process and maybe like it's our instinct to like stick with like the safe choices and not really put ourselves out there but for sure if like you're proactive and you actually dedicate time to like uh, scholarships to look at like other schools I think that would be extremely beneficial in the long run Oh, yeah. No, I don't know about you guys,
1: but like for applying to colleges, it felt like a whole marathon, like so much pressure, so much stress throughout like all senior year, like getting recommendation letters in, having like your ACT, SAT scores in and like good enough and just having all these essays written out. And some schools are special and, and want specific things down. And so you have to make like separate essays just it was so much work and then the anxiety that came afterwards of like seeing if you got in or not if all that work was worth it or not it just it felt very overwhelming and even more when you don't have the resources like those type of scholarships like you can easily look up yeah scholarships but it's not as as specific or or just as detailed for you maybe there's a bunch of like big grants and stuff but what are the odds of like out of all those thousands of kids you'd be able to obtain these type of benefits it's just there's so much more put into it than people really say until you actually go through the process
0: that is super true again like reflecting back to like senior year I feel like I remember just being so stressed all the time because it was like Between, like, already the stresses of, like, being a senior and taking, like, rigorous classes, being a part of, like, 10,000 different organizations, and then, like, adding, like, applying for colleges, like, on top of that, and, like, the stress of, like, okay, is my SAT or ACT score where I need it to be? Do I have these recommendations? Am I going to meet these deadlines? Do I have enough money to pay for these applications? I think it could just—it's literally like so much. But I will say one thing: I feel like using the Common App, and I think there was like another one, kind of like similar, but where it was like you could like apply to like multiple schools using like one application, was super helpful. And I think like looking back, I think I wish that I would have like told myself to just kind of like have grace on myself and just to just like take deep breaths and like not stress, because so I feel like there was just so much stressing that I did to where it was like. It was like a little hard for me to even enjoy my senior year because I was just so focused on like the end goal of like college. Am I gonna get in? Will I be able to afford it? Like that I couldn't even like enjoy like some of like the smaller moments and like of like just being a senior. So I think that's another thing where like if I could like go back and do it all over again, I would just tell myself, like, breathe, all will be okay, like you'll make it. Cause like I mean, look at us now. So, so with that. I guess we'll move to, on to the next question. This one is going to be geared more to like our first-generation students. But this question is, what does it feel to be a first-generation college student? That's
1: like... I think for me, I've, I'm a first-generation student. I'm also an immigrant. So basically coming from a different country and then coming here and going through, obviously, the school system and just ending up in college is just everything was just overwhelming. Like, even though the end goal was always college, um, you just never know what direction to take within it. Like, I knew I wanted to go to college, but until it was time, I didn't know exactly for what, or like what career I wanted to do, or like what major. And that was important for senior year, or at least that's what they've told me. In college, I figured out that you can take your time to figure out what you want to do. But initially it was like, you have to figure everything out and, like, have it planned out. And for my parents also being, I guess, more oblivious of, like, what it means to go through college here, it was like they were trying to be understanding, but it was hard. And some things were more difficult to explain. There some things that they just, I guess, weren't agreeing on. So it's a different like, a difficult topic, especially when it comes to, like, different cultures and different backgrounds.
2: Yeah, 100%. I would say um, I'm also a first-generation college student, so for me, um, I would say that entering college and just the whole application process, there was a lot of lack of knowledge there just because there wasn't really – I didn't really have much guidance um, on what to do or – how like, essentially what it's the same thing you were saying, you know, like you you have time, but we we we're, we don't have that much knowledge on this experience. So we're trying to get ahead of the game and we're trying to make sure we have everything in order and everything perfect. and essentially, you know, once we got into it, we're like, oh, okay, like, I can actually breathe, I can actually take my time and see what I really want to study, what major I want to go into, and um, I think because, you know, we're first-generation students, and we did have that lack of knowledge, it was a little bit more difficult um, to navigate, not only the beginning and getting into college, but also navigating through college, because similar to what you were saying, Maria, it's, it's, it's a little difficult to try and explain, to, you know, our family and parents who have never gone through these same experiences, and try to get them to understand our perspective or how our life is now or um, the the work, the school work, life balance situation. Like that's also really hard to to explain. Um, I know for me, um, I've had a couple of times where you know, I'm, I'm drowning in homework or assignments and my family's like, oh, well, it's okay. Like, you don't have to do that right now. Like you can come and do this or just, you know, spending more time with family. Like it's really hard to kind of explain to them that it's not, it's not like high school anymore. You know, you kind of can't put all of these assignments on the back burner and get on and get um to doing them later on. Like you kind of have to tackle all of that so that you can then breathe and, so yeah, I would just say that it's a little bit um, difficult to explain, but um, nonetheless, it's something super proud to, to I'm super proud to be a part of and um, being able to make that impact for my family. And, um, you know, I, I essentially look at it like I am putting their hard work, um, you know, on display and kind of. My Both of my parents are immigrants as well. So, you know, it's kind of showing them that what they did and all of their sacrifices
3: aren't going to waste. So that's pretty cool. I'm not a first generation, but I am an immigrant. So I can definitely relate to what Kelly and Maria have said. Um, I think another thing I would add was definitely going like back. I would definitely just say to like give yourself grace, like Marina was saying, because Personally, I felt like during the application process and just like within the last four years, I've had to, I've, you have support from your parents, but at the same time, um, they don't necessarily know what it's like to be in school here and have to like have all the pressure and have all like the work that, comes with like going to an American university. So I definitely feel like just giving yourself grace and allowing yourself to have like some time uh, and just knowing that even though your like parents might be like oblivious to like some of the things here, they are still like there for support in different ways.
1: Oh yeah. Definitely. I think I can definitely relate to both things because like Kelly was saying, sometimes family can just be like, oh, you know, don't stress about it like put it in the end, like you'll figure it out. You always do. But it's come to a point where like you're in college, you're trying to not just get a degree, but also like really learn and like figure out your career and, and think of like what you're going to be doing. And I know from for me and my family, like families has always been like a big priority And so when it came time to things like big assignments or just projects or stuff I had to get done and I would have to be like, oh no, like I can't go to like, you know, la fiesta del fin de semana because like I have stuff, like I have to like study, I have to like work on projects, I have to do stuff. And I guess that was also kind of a little root of a conversation of like where priorities stand. And for them, it was like family always comes first, but it's like, I get it. But, like, I also have to, like, take this in and, like, try to balance everything out and, and try to keep everything, like, balanced and happy and and just give yourself that space you need from, like, to succeed because that's, that's the overall point, you know. You're trying to do something and, like, get somewhere and there's a goal in mind. And sometimes even, like, your own support system can be an issue if they don't understand what that goal is or how one needs to get there
3: definitely in my experience I have been the one to put like the most pressure on myself so like my parents have definitely been more like oh take a break you can do this later but (laughs) just having to remind myself that it'll be okay in the end everything will work out is definitely a big thing
0: it's crazy that you say that. Um, I feel like it's funny because I think same. I've talked to like different friends who are like some of their parents are from like a lot like stricter. Not that my I think growing up my my parents were like kind of strict, but it's just super funny. Cause I think when it came to school, kind of same, I think I was like the most hardest person on myself. So it was one of those things where like my parents were just always telling me like take a break, like. Don't be so hard on yourself. Like just because you got like a like a B on that, it, your life's not over. So I thought that was just funny, like that you brought that up. So what you were saying though, Maria, I think that's um I, I'm glad that you that you brought up like talking about like okay with parents. I think coming to college, it made me just realize how important boundaries are. Cause it's like in high school, yeah. it would be like yeah. there was like for at least I feel like for me, there was like no separation of like, okay, this is my time for school, time for family stuff to devote to like taking care of my little siblings or like doing stuff like around the house or like running errands for my parents. I feel like that there was like no boundaries of that in high school. So then when I got to college, I I think I realized like early on, like, okay. Especially like when I like moved back home after COVID of like, I have to put down my foot and like have boundaries when it comes to like time for school and time for family. Cause if not, I'll end up like in this stressful situation where it's like, okay, I have this assignment due in an hour but I've got dishes to wash or it's like, I have this to do, but I have to like, take this sibling to XYZ place. Yeah. So just kind of like having like, having like being open is like, okay, I'm gonna have to have boundaries. And not because I'm trying to like, be me, and be, like neglect like my family members, but more so it's because it's like I have to have time for like, adequate time to like get the rigorous schoolwork done. But then also making sure like, that I have that balance of time to like spend with family. And just like making sure like, that those bonds are still tight. So,
1: oh yeah oh yeah I learned so much about boundaries especially with like COVID and quarantine and all of that like living with your family like everyone being here like 24 7 all day long and not having like your own necessarily like space to just work and and like my siblings come in and out of the office or whatever and it's like I can't concentrate but at the same time like I just, I couldn't function because there was just so much going on and, like, they were expecting, since I was always home, like, oh, well, since you're here, you can do the dishes or you can do laundry while you're also, like, studying for your test or figuring out, like, how to finish your project or your essay, like, they thought it was something like, oh, since I'm here and, like, in one place, I could get things done, like, two times faster and, like, forget boundaries, like, it's totally fine, like, there's no no pressure, but they just built on that a little bit more and and like you figured out at least for me like okay una hasta like this is where like give me from this time to this time to like focus here and like I'll get to it like it's important family is important but also this is important and just having that clear conversation was so important especially with quarantine going on
2: yeah for sure I agree with you 100% just making sure to set those boundaries and be vocal about them with the family members. Um, I think like you're saying, it's, it's become a lot harder now um, with COVID and doing school from home, because like you said, you know, we're home, we're doing school from home. And then let's say, for example, um, our parents get home from work and you know, they wanted you to wash the dishes or fold the clothes and, because you were home, they expected all of that to be done, but they're not taking into consideration the fact that, you know, you had three exams that day, or you had a big project that you had to work on. And I think once you vocalize, you know, those boundaries, those expectations are then brought down. And, um, you know, nobody is feeling disappointed. Nobody is feeling like pulled in a hundred different directions and i think i don't know overall i think um just going off of what everybody's saying you know just those boundaries and and making sure that everybody is on the same page is what's most important
0: right Again, I think I like how you even like mentioned how communication is important. Cause like, I think I'm realizing, like I've had to have like so many conversations and it's crazy how like when I, I explain to my parents, like, okay, you know something tonight, like I won't be able to like do this responsibility. Like I know that I usually watch and but just like, I can't so, like, like I have like this huge paper. I think it's one of those things where it's like i think when i like, when i let my parents in a lot more i think it helps them understand like where i'm coming from and like it helps me so much in the future because it's like the, i think their mindset and heart changes of like okay like i know that like she has papers usually usually like, usually, like do you want like, on this date so i'm like okay now my parents are like okay like let me maybe help her out with these responsibilities instead of like putting so much on her because it's like i know she gets stressed i know she has this due so I, i'm like i think I just like how you had brought that up but like, I think communicating is just so important because it's, like, I think once we do that, it, like, lets them in to where, like, I think parents can be more understanding and receptive of, like, of like okay, it's not, like, I'm just trying to, like, like, my responsibilities, but, like, I have, like, things, like, on the line.
2: Yeah, 100%. Like, once I once I was able to vocalize um how much work I had to do or what specific assignments I had to do for A certain day, like once I vocalized that to my family, there was more support coming in. Um, You know, they would see me staying awake till 3 a.m. doing work, and I think that's where their hearts kind of changed. They became a little bit more sympathetic and were able to, you know, like I just said, expand some more support my way, Um, which I absolutely very much appreciate now. But I think it was it was just a matter of understanding that they're not just going to know without us communicating it to them, you know, especially being first-generation students and them not really knowing what all comes into an American college life. Right. I guess with
0: that, we'll move into, I think a lot of, like, what we were talking about will, like, also, like, spill into this next question. But the next question is, how do you balance family work and school?
1: conversation (laughs) honestly like even within like school and organizations and even friends and going out you know like everyone is college you know there are the academic side and there's obviously the fun side of things and it's good to explore and and go out and and you know make friends and do all of that but also know like priorities and just what your goal is like always keep in mind like what you're here for what you're doing that way i feel like you wouldn't get lost and enjoy and and know know your limits also like i feel like i don't know about y'all but like so many things coming through like so many parties here there just so many events or like your friends like yeah let's go out it sounds like so much fun but then you're like damn oh you're like oh um you you have like an essay due, you have a test coming up, you also have like an eight AM class, like it's fun and all, but also know like you'll also have to still be responsible for your assignments and everything that you're on. So yeah. know where is is your line, like, okay, compromise. I'll go here for this week, but like next week, no. Just you'll have fun. There's a bunch of opportunities to do that, but know when to stop and know when um, things are getting like to a bad point where it's like spinning out of control, you know, like just find your inner peace in that.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, Go
3: ahead. I agree. You definitely need to have your priorities set before coming into college. I feel like you can kind of lose yourself that freshman year maybe because just living on campus might be different or you have more freedom to do maybe what you weren't uh, doing in high school. So I definitely feel like coming in with your, like, mindset straight and having your priorities is definitely important because that if you don't focus your like, first year, it's really hard to get back on track once you're down, like, in a hole of, like, partying and, like, missing assignments and just getting bad grades. So just keep that in mind. There's so much you can do. You're not... If you miss one party, it's not the end of the world. There'll be, like, a million more other parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, definitely... Um, think about your classes and have that as your first priority because we're here we're paying for it these classes are not free so we are and people are paying for it too like (laughs) yeah right yeah Yeah,
2: i i think you know balance is definitely the word to to describe this just balance and boundaries um I had a learning psychology class last semester, and um, because it was the first semester we had transitioned, or I guess it was the second semester we had transitioned to online, we had a project where we had to fix a certain behavior. And a lot of people in that class had chosen to um, fix the, like how much time they spent on their phones or how much time they spent doing some sort of extracurricular like activity or watching TV and whatnot. And um, it it kind of set a structure. So you, you would put a certain amount of time, like let's say you would put five hours aside to do all of your classwork, all of your assignments. And then after that, you rewarded yourself by having the freedom to go out or you know, um, being able to watch TV for two hours without having to, like, think about schoolwork. And I think once you have those boundaries set out and because, like, I was finding myself um, transitioning to online, like, you get bored, you know, of sitting in the same spot for so long. So you get on your phone, you get on social media, you start watching Netflix, and, you know, two hours has gone by and you haven't done any work. And I was finding myself... Doing school work until from 10 a.m. to like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., or even on weekends, and having to cancel activities with friends. And it wasn't something that I enjoyed, obviously, very much. So once I started to implement this change in behavior, and I would give myself the first five hours of my day, once I wake up, to completely doing school work and not getting distracted with anything I had so much more time to devote to family or um, just like outside life after school without having to think about oh I have to go and do this assignment this assignment then I have to submit this and it was just a freedom of my mind like in my mind that was absolutely needed and I think that once we all have that once we all like master time and priorities that's when we can have the best family work school balance and we just all have to it's going to take some time but eventually we'll all figure it out and have um we'll all have our certain methods that work best for us right you
0: guys really like hit it on hit the nail on the head I think that's what they say maybe not but no I like all the advice that you guys gave I think it's so true um, especially, like, what you were saying, Kelly, of kind of just, like, sectioning out, like, your time. It's crazy because, like, again, I've been in college almost, like, three years. And it's, like, I'm, like, I still haven't even mastered it. Because, like, even, like, this past weekend, I, like, filled up my Friday, filled up my Saturday to work. I couldn't even hang on Sunday because I was, like, dang, like, I have so much work to get done that I literally, like, neglected until, like, the last minute. So, I think just very much to, so like, prioritizing learning how to say no boundaries and just like setting ourselves up for like success by like okay like having like certain like time frames of like okay from this time to this time I'm going to specifically focus on my work to where all hours after that it's me time and I can enjoy myself and enjoy the company of others without having to like have the stress of like assignments on the back of my mind. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I love how you put down like me time like I feel like we forget about putting our self-care as important as that essay because we just focus on, like, what needs to get done and we forget of, like, who is doing it. Especially through, like, at least for me with with quarantine and all of this, like, I was drowning in assignments and, like, work and projects and just other extra stuff that, like, I was burning out. Like, stuff was burning out. So even though everything is important, like, schoolwork and, like, your responsibilities, know that you're important, too, and that you need to put, even if you have to, like, literally on your calendar, like, from, I don't know, 6 o'clock and onwards, like, you're out, you're done, like, you need to have that down because it's so easy for you to get lost in, like, what you need to do that you forget about who's doing it and how you are mentally, like, facing everything. Because I feel like I've heard so much that we didn't learn anything this past year. It was more of like just turning in assignments, and getting it done, getting the grade, and like moving on. Because of all the stress and just, just how everything was just being. You were isolated. You were just trying to get stuff done when I mean, you forget about other things and like giving yourself space and like grace and just appreciating the things that you're doing. And giving yourself like little goals and like success things in there to make you feel better
3: like just don't forget about you. Right. I think that's so important because I honestly, honestly I can say that I experienced burnout too, especially this past year. So definitely putting some time for yourself specifically and even scheduling that yeah. in if you have to is essential, especially like this past year that we were all basically sitting in our rooms or in an office, doing school for hours on end. Right.
0: No, yeah, I think, yes, yeah, kind of the same. I think the one thing like, that my brain went to is like, I know there's this quote of like, you can't pour out of like an empty cup. And I think that people say that quote, like when it comes to like giving your time of others, but I think it can even be like help of, helpful, helpful like ourselves as well of like, okay, it's going to be hard for me to, like, give my all to these assignments or, like, taking my all to family or, like, my outside jobs and stuff if, like, I'm not like, being filled myself first. And I think part of, like, being filled ourselves is, like, getting like, the rest that we need, taking time to, like, figure out what it is, like, that we want to do or, like, what's, like, just making sure, like, that we, like, continue to, like, help ourselves and, like, do, like, what's best for ourselves and, like and, like, our mental health and, like, not losing ourselves because then it's going to be so hard to be able to, like, invest time in, like so many other things or so many other people if we were like drowning in like schoolwork and like everything school. So
2: yeah, I didn't. Um, most of our guests won't know, but I am currently pregnant. Um, so I, I didn't really take into account or really acknowledge how important it actually is to have that time aside for self-care and, and just to make sure that like I relax up until I got pregnant and I was just always so tired or just like realizing how important it is. And, um, you know, like once I found out I was pregnant, it was more so like putting my self care and my being just at, you know, at the, at the priority. And it, it essentially it does come before that assignment because you can't, you're not going to be able to put 100% into that assignment unless you're 100% able to focus and, you know, um, in a good state of mind. And um, I think we, a lot of times we get carried away with that because we kind of identify as solely a student. And sometimes we have to take a step back and realize we're human and we need a break and it's okay to have a break sometimes. and you know, like, we can take five minutes to breathe and to regroup and then go back to the assignment, you know? Um, That's so important. And I I know we'll cover that a couple, a little bit more in a couple next of our episodes, but just wanted to go ahead and throw that in there for right now.
0: Yes, very well said, Kelly. (laughs) Very Very well said. Like, it is okay to like, stop for like 10 minutes and go for a walk. Like, it is not the end of the world. <laughs> so I guess with that, we'll go on to, like, our last question for the um episode, which is, what are some questions you should have asked when starting college? I know for me, the first thing, like, that comes to my head, I wish questions that I would have been asking myself is, like, okay, which one of these teachers can I form a strong relationship with that I can use in the future for recommendations? Because That's again- good there are so many like internships I've applied for or like jobs or like for grad school where it's like it's super super heavy on like who are like your teacher recommendations and once again I'm like three years out and I'm like I have most times like I have like no teachers to show for because it's like okay I'll do great in the class but never really formed a relationship especially having like classes like online with COVID where it's like you're not like especially like if like the class like isn't through zoom where it's just like okay the teacher's like giving you um the powerpoint the assignments for the week and you just complete it it is 10 times harder to like make relationships with them yet it is so important and crucial that that you have these um relationships like with teachers so i think one thing that i should have been asking myself when starting college was like okay who are some teachers who i feel really close with whose content i like who i feel like i can like form a good enough relationship to where i can like get to know them on like a personal level, on like like a deeper level too, but that I can also like rely on in the future for like recommendations.
1: Yes, yes, I like that. Yeah, I have a similar question relates back to just with professors and connections. It's like as a, as a psychology major just coming in, psychology is so broad, like you can literally do a lot of things or go into different fields, but like I guess I didn't know that, and I guess my question would be, like, what exactly do I have to do to get to, like, the career I want to do? Because there's so many different directions this degree could take you, and there's so many options, but there was no clear-cut kind of, like, pathway of, like, okay, if you want to be, like, a psychologist, you have to do this, this, and this, and this. It was more like, you could do this, but then you could also do that. Like, there were just so many options, just no clear idea of like what the next step was so maybe ask like with your professors at hand whoever um, is there for some type of direction or guidance or looking into that or what organizations on campus could like help you um, find that or get you connected to other students who have like the same career in mind or goals and like figure it out together just that type of Guidance, where do you
2: get that from? Yeah, piggybacking off of you, um, I think questions that I feel like I should have asked, um, we kind of touched on this earlier, but it would just have to do with how to get more involved, like what kind of opportunities are there um, for undergraduate students, what internships are available, um, research programs, just finding ways to get involved because like I said earlier, you know, we don't really think about life after college once we're in it. Um, and the we kind of, well, I like, let me talk about myself right now, but I didn't do that in, you know, once I'm here my junior, senior year applying to jobs or internships, whatever the case may be, I'm regretting the fact that I wasn't more involved. I'm regretting the fact that I didn't ask questions on, um, other internship opportunities or other leadership opportunities or even study abroad programs that would have definitely benefited me now in the long run. So those are just questions that I would have asked um, if when I was starting college that I wish I could go back on into into
3: I agree. I think it's very important to go, like, into your freshman year saying, thinking, how can I make the most? of these next four years so personally for me i would have asked so many questions to my counselor i didn't know like majors had tracks i didn't know like what minors like how to do anything with a minor i didn't know any of that stuff so i feel like looking back now i would have asked like those questions and just to whoever um and kind of like gotten a better I guess view like how I wanted to plan my next four years so I agree definitely go into college asking how can you get the most of it because like Khalid said like you can do a study abroad like there's internships there's so much that you can like get involved with but if you never put yourself out there and if you never ask like it'll never happen
1: Yes, ask questions. Don't be scared of asking questions. Just go for it. I mean, the worst thing that people could say would be like, maybe I don't know,
3: or no, just put yourself if someone doesn't know there will be someone else who does. Exactly. At the
0: end of the day, close I mean, close mouths don't get fed. So (laughs) (laughs) if you never ask, you'll never know. But yes, All very good stuff. (laughs)
3: Cool.
0: Well, I guess that's all the um, questions for tonight's episode. Um, If you're listening, thanks for listening and for joining us today. Be sure to check us out on our next episode where we'll be um, having a discussion all about everything mental health. So definitely check it out. And yeah, thanks for listening to our podcast. Thank you, guys. (laughs) mm <laughs>